Welcome to another week with Rico and Marcus. This week's meta, anime news, a new iPhone, Game Fest, and we touch on what we've been up to this week. Now, real quick, something we're gonna I wanted to touch on. Uh, we finally got our podcast out there. Published uh, for people to be able to listen, join in our discussion. Uh, it was always the plan. Uh, we just didn't know how soon we would feel comfortable, you know, sharing this with everybody, how we we're going to get it out there. But I want to give a big shout out to RSS.com uh, that made it super easy for us to set everything up. Uh, our episodes, artwork, description, as well as distribution. Uh, it made it super easy for us to be able to get onto things like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, just to name a few. Uh, and you know, this is a big change. Uh, everything's out there now. Uh, our earliest stuff, which, uh, listening back is kind of like, whoa, yikes. Uh, and now that we're a little bit more comfortable, uh, you know, we're, we feel like, uh, we're doing a little bit better and, uh, you get to listen to us as we grow this. And, uh, if you're interested in doing anything like this yourself, I definitely would recommend, uh, checking out rss.com to set up anything for yourself. Marcus? Uh, well, when Riku mentioned it, um, it was very user-friendly. It looked a lot better at, you know, at a first glance. Uh, purple purple screen, very easy, not a lot of tabs, gives you the info, gives of you the course. community who you want to listen to. Of what? course, highlights the purple. Of course, you highlight the purple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always. I said, and, and honestly, to me, that was the biggest appeal. I was like, ooh, it's purple. That was my first reaction, so it looked pretty. Um, but no, it looked, it looked friendly, and that was the best part, obviously, whenever you want something that you're not uh, familiar with, something that's new, something that's uh, going to be easy to navigate. So at first glance, it looked very easy. Rico showed me his end because he it's it's through his his account. Uh, even though we're you know we're kind of going through it as a partnership, you know halves and stuff uh, through his account, and it looked very easy. Even the analytics, where it's you know um, how everything's loaded, where things are you know being downloaded from, just different aspects. And then there's another tab that kind of gives you all these um, different websites that are going to promote your podcast, and it's just a click, a click, a click. So. It was good. It was awesome to look at. It, you know, it was exciting for us. Uh, finally, getting it out there. We've always talked about it. If you listen to our earlier stuff, it is kind of I don't want to say grinchy, you know, but we're just starting out. We weren't as confident, obviously, but we've always kind of asked ourselves what was the purpose of this podcast, what we want to do, where we're going to go from here. So the fact that it's finally out there, it's super exciting. Pump it, it pumped us up, and we just want to get, you know, have a good time ultimately and get some good stuff out to everybody. Yeah, so again, uh, shout out to RSS.com. All right, so this week, it looks like we're going to start uh, with some anime news. Uh, the big one of the week was the formation of this new join company. Uh, you want to go into that a little bit more, Marcus? I know you are familiar with more of yeah. these companies. So as far as Joan is concerned, I know that it's it's a... It's a number of people getting together. Um, Anaplex, uh, so how, how do you say it? Shui, 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 Shuisa, Shuisa. Yeah, Shuisha maybe. Shuisha maybe. Yeah, uh, they're the ones who actually publish, you know, Shonen Weekly Jump and you know, basically Naruto, Bleach, One Piece in Weekly Shonen. So it's a big deal that them Aniplex, and then they also have two 
um, anime studios under their belts, which would be uh, Wit Studio and Cloverworks. So essentially, the way that it, it looks great, it looks great that they're kind of coming together. Um, and one of the things that they mentioned was making sure that these animators, whoever's under them, you know, working on these projects, it seems to at least get them paid, to get them paid a little bit more, uh, to give them something to fall back on. So overall, it looks like a it looks like a damn good thing that's coming together. See, my only issue, obviously, with something like this, whenever you have these big companies coming together, is ultimately these are big corporations. These are big companies. The anime, you know, studios such as Cloverworks and, and Wit are not as big, obviously, as Shuaisha or you know, Aniplex, which are the ones that just pump everything out, distribute, you know, make all that money. So the fact that they're overseeing these animators, hopefully they do them justice. Hopefully they do they do a good job to kind of get, you know, quality stuff out there. Spy Family being an example, or you know, Cloverworks and with Studios coming together to animate that particular anime. But you know, again, they're just the animator distributor. They're just the animator. The distributors is actually coming from everything else up top. So on paper, it looks great. It looks awesome. Hopefully, there's nothing shady going on behind the scenes. Hopefully, again, just to get these animators pub, you know, uh, paid because you know these guys work hard. They create amazing works. They everything looks great. I call it eye candy when the animation looks stellar. And I know one of the articles that came out months ago was that these guys are putting out these type of things, but they're getting paid pennies. You know, like something that just not seem to be livable. So hopefully, in the long run, we get quality stuff. You know, we get good things. Again, it looks great on paper um, with studios. Again, Cloverworks being under Aniplex and and uh, Shuaisha, just bringing out all this content. So hopefully, they do do that. I just hope, obviously, that there's nothing going on back there. I know people have the reservations. You know, Aniplex, especially, is notorious that when they release a Blu-ray product, they will give you ten episodes and they will throw a premium edition label on it and charge you $140. It's it's standard practice and I've purchased stuff from them on the regular and I'm always just kind of tripping myself out because half the season's 150, the other half's 150. Anything that gets thrown by Aniplex is going to it's going to cost you. So they have some practices here that people do, you know, frown upon and I agree I'm on that boat. So hopefully they're just not in it to make money and take advantage and hopefully they're actually out there for the uh, the workers. But again, Hopefully they're gonna pull out some stops. They're going to bring out, you know, the best stuff, animate the best things, and and really have everybody on board. So that's what I'm at least I'm hoping for. I'm always looking at the positive side of things. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's a good merger that just brings, uh, like you mentioned, more uh, more money into the pockets of those people that are giving us all these great animations, these great anime to watch. Uh, especially with the big boom of anime going on, yeah, um, man. Sure, you, just, you, you just want them. You just want them to get their just due, uh, oh, and sure, hopefully, yeah. and hopefully, we get we continue to get great anime. Yeah, I mean, because at, at the end of the day, you are dealing with you know two billion dollar at least Shuaisha billion dollar industry. So you know, you just hope that they're they're really doing it, you know for everybody else, and you know, because this publishing company, man, it's huge. You know, it's been around since 1920s, and it's just if that is pushed out all kinds of stuff so hopefully we get some good things and hopefully everything you know works out for everybody especially us right we're the consumer so hopefully it works out for us too <laughs> <laughs> for sure. uh so another thing i think we we've touched on but haven't really we've gotten a lot of news since it was first announced was the new duke uh dragon ball super 
uh, Dragon Ball Super The Hero Movie, uh, which will be highlighting, uh, I think, the relationship between Gohan and Piccolo. Yes, uh, which That's is something like. which which is which is something very fresh, something we haven't really had in a while. Uh, moving away from you know Goku and Vegeta more so, uh, it's going to be out on June 11th, and we've gotten about four or five trailers teasers since the first announcement. Uh, it seems like the gist of it is going to be a new encounter with the Red Ribbon Army. Um, Again, with some with some different forms of androids. Not sure exactly how they're going to work, but they will be going up again against uh, Gohan and Piccolo primarily this time. I think I read. Uh, not sure if it was a quote directly from the the writer, but I was reading about that Goku and Vegeta are going to be written off in that they are training with. Broly on Beerus's planet. So that is kind of like why I guess the in like I guess the the reason that they're not involved but you know thankfully so because we want to hear you know there's Gohan fans out there there's there's Piccolo fans out there and there's just so many characters in the series that are so well loved you know it's nice to be able to see a little bit of something different. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they do them justice, which I think they will. Um, again, like Rico said, Gohan and Piccolo are, you know, just famous in the fact that, you know, Piccolo raised Gohan. It's always one of the memes out there, right? That Piccolo is Gohan's real daddy. You know, not Goku can give, you know, <laughs> two shits. But um, yeah, like Rico mentioned, it's it, it's a it's a fr breath of fresh air whenever you have these characters that I just so well love that I I finally got are getting their their screen time. And I know even during their turn of power, if you watch that, um, one of the things was Gohan's going to do something big. Gohan's going to do something big. Gohan's going to have this moment, and there was an anticipation rising because it's always in the back of our head. Gohan, and again, has the potential to be the strongest. Uh, fighter in the DBZ universe. Always potential, potential, potential. Well, when is Gohan supposed to break out of this potential? Akira Toriyama actually did say in an interview, I forgot who he interviewed it with, but he was interviewed with somebody, uh, that Gohan is is the strongest fighter. There was a little bit of context to how it was said, but he, it was never denied that Gohan was the strongest fighter, uh, just not as of yet or something. He, he said something along those lines. But the fact is that he's still saying it People are getting their hopes up, and we're like, "Yeah, right." You know, how do you how do you take out, um, you know, uh, Ultra Instinct Goku, and then later on, you know, with whatever happens with Vegeta, if you know, you know. Um, how do you take those things on with somebody who has his ultimate form, right? We ultimate Gohan. Um, so hopefully, we see something cool. Hopefully, they, they they take that and roll with it. Piccolo, if you've seen the poster, see the teasers, has that new design coming on, uh, where he should be getting a power up, and again. Piccolo's awesome. Uh, Piccolo's just also been one of those fan favorites that you don't want to see these guys get left in the dust because Goku and Vegeta have just, you know, been going and been going and been going and been going. And everybody else, you know, you want to see everybody else get their due justice. That way, that's why for me, I'm a huge fan of the androids, Android 17 and 18. I'm also a huge fan of just, just the Red, Red, Red Ribbon Army. The fact that Android 17, you know, spoiler, won the uh, Tournament of Power if you haven't seen it was awesome you know if people expect goku jita did the obvious and then obviously despite the fact how he won he still won it so 
I'm hoping for something good. Uh, I know we saw the teasers, we saw the trailers, and I want to get Rico. What did you think about the teasers, and you know what? How did you feel about what you saw? Uh, again, from my end, just uh, I had some uh, I had some questions initially about okay, now why is I'm glad that it seemed to the be it seemed to point uh, since the beginning, uh, it seemed to point at a story around Gohan and Piccolo. Uh, again, just like you said, and I mentioned, I'm glad that they're giving us a different take uh, on these heroes. My question was just going to be, I hope that they kind of give us a reason as to why Goku and Vegeta are not here. That makes sense within the story. Not that they, not that I want them involved, but just give us a, a good little write-off so that it makes sense. So that we don't have to think, like, well, how come they're not saving the day? You know what I mean? And... Uh, yeah, because was that's that's kind of the formula, right? With yeah, with most of the most of their content. So, uh, with these with these latest reports about them training off world with Beerus, and then in some of the in some of the trailers teasers, us uh, actually being able to see them on his planet, as well as I think we also get a shot of Broly also on Beerus's planet. Uh, you can see him, and you can see the background, and if you know about. If you've seen the show, you know that they're, uh, that's where Beerus is at. Uh, I, think it's, I think it shows a lot of promise. Uh, this latest little teaser was a, uh, was a phone call that was made to, it seems like Piccolo, uh, is being called to come and watch over Gohan's daughter. Pan, uh, her name's Pan, right? Yes. To come watch over Pan, possibly babysitting. And if you know anything about Piccolo and his stern, like coldness, you're like, wow, this guy has really been relegated to a to a babysitter. <laughs> but 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 if you know of his relationship with Gohan, with babysitting, and 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 and, 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 and Videl, like you know, if anybody is gonna get this guy to stop being such a grouch and come watch over their kid, it's gonna be them, because like Marcus mentioned, he is that more of a father figure to Gohan than probably his own dad. Uh, so, you know, it's a different relationship, a different, something that's special in itself, especially for those people that are fans of those two characters. Uh, like we mentioned, both fan favorites. So I'm sure a lot of people are excited and very welcoming of this fresh take. And so am I. Absolutely. Likewise. Likewise. And we get to see Pan. And I, I've always, I thought I always thought Pan was a lot of fun. I know people disregard GT, but Pan is just a fun character, right? Gohan's daughter, you know, getting into the, it's a mix of things. So I think in one of the teasers, she goes and headbutts the hell out of somebody. You know, I, uh, I forgot who it was, um, but she does go and fly straight into the that soul's stomach and straight up, straight up headbutts them and, you know, causes damage. So it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun one. Um, just like the previous two movies, it's going to be, it's gonna be action. It has to be action packed, you know. Um, I'm also curious about the uh, about the what is it? The art design, kind of being a more of a 3D type thing going on here, computer generated mm-hmm. things. So it's mm-hmm. gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch, fun to see. Um, so I can't wait. I think August 22nd is when it's supposed to be um, distributed. Not 22nd. I'm sorry. August 2022. Crunchyroll is going to start distributing um, around that time frame, I believe. So just keep keep on the lookout for that. Okay, I'm I'm seeing here. I think the movie will be in in Japan on the 11th, and then you mentioned we'll yeah, get uh, it. We'll get it around the 22nd of August. Or oh yeah, August, yeah, August. Well, August 2022. I said 22nd, but I meant 2022. 
Crunchyroll oh, okay. is supposed to be distributing the film, I believe. So uh, we should oh, be seeing okay. something there. Great. So we look forward to that. Um, another announcement is uh, Demon Slayer. Uh, I don't think we got a date for the de- for the new Demon Slayer arc, which would be season three. Which right? would be season three, yeah, technically. Which would be season three, entitled the Swordsmith Village arc. Uh, yes. We just got uh, confirmation that it's coming soon. So anybody out there that hasn't watched Demon Slayer, it's awesome. Check it out. Uh, if you're one of those type of people that likes to be current and caught up, you will not regret watching it. Uh, two seasons as well as a movie in between or... It's also one of those shows where there's also you can also watch it in a format of that there are some there's like a mini arc in there that kind of covers what the movie uh the movie plot if you don't want to you know just watch this just watch a season a movie a season you can kind of just watch straight through uh is that would that be considered its own arc Marcus like within the context of the show or Swordsmith arc village the uh the Mugen Train, because Mugen uh, Train is 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 considered its own arc. Yeah. Um. Reason that's, you know, I've read I've read the manga. I'm not gonna say anything aside from that. But yes, Mugen Train is the arc that happens right before the district, which is gonna take place right. You know where we're headed with the Swordsmith Village. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm. I was just saying. I was just bringing that up because there is there is uh, I guess essentially three arcs. And that middle arc, the second one, you can watch in either movie form or you can watch it in anime form, in uh, like an episodic, episodic version. Yeah. Uh, I mean, good. Yeah. Well, just to kind of give you a little um, insight rest as far as the Swordsmith Village arc, um, it's going to, if you've noticed a progression, always focuses on the Hashira, um, Pillars, if you watch it dubbed, and those are always fan favorites and in case you're wondering this one's going to feature um mitsuri and obanai guru which is the snake and our love pillar and the snake pillar um so you know it's a it's a fun one we you know i've always told these guys it's going to ramp up from here on out that's because the district arc was phenomenal i think everything else that comes after this part is going to be exceptional so if you haven't if you haven't seen it if you haven't watched it um uh, it's not a bad time to get to get with the hype <laughs> Because it's a good one. I mean, eye candy, animation, stellar, man. It really is. Yeah, character. Uh, another one uh, that just has characters. Uh, the quality of the visuals is just top notch. Uh, the music is great. So, I mean, give it a try. Yes. Uh, gotcha. One other thing before we get into more like a little discussion would be, we there is a One Piece. I know One Piece is big. I'm not. I'm not a watcher of One Piece or a reader of One Piece, but there is a One Piece film uh, entitled Red, which is going to be revealed on June the 8th. Uh, all we've seen thus far is a like a little poster with some credit, like a director, screenplay, uh, and so on, and a picture of a character uh, with, I'm guessing it's uh, something that she's saying that just says, Luffy, quit being a pirate. And we see a female character that has like a little duality. It seems to her character where she has two different colors of hair. 
two different colors of jacket. Uh, and I've I've always loved those kinds of characters. I know I know uh you you share that. We you and oh, I yeah. both share that. So yeah. uh any thoughts on that or I mean I haven't I, I I've been telling myself it's gonna be my summer project, my summer project, because uh I've been it's had been on my watch list for years, but it's because I know the endings, you know, just about nowhere in sight, right? So I don't know I'd be watching this week to week and waiting, but no. I do plan on watching it, um, but I haven't. I haven't seen it. Not, I haven't read the manga either. But I know Rico and I are suckers for characters that have that duality, and and especially of just quality, cool um, designs, you know. And I'm sure there's. I'm sure One Piece is full of them. As a matter of fact, I know um, it has. It's full of quality designs. So just to kind of see one, especially when it comes to a film that we see on this poster, it's just. It's awesome. Um, it's definitely peaked Iron Trick, so I wouldn't put it past. I- I'm at least gonna check it out. I don't know about Rico because it is a huge commitment, thousand plus episodes. <laughs> yeah, I will for sure. And you know, sometimes it's that's a little intimidating, but the way I, I see it, it the the way I see it is, if something has been going on this long, like there's a reason that it's yeah. that it's still going, and there's a reason that all these people are so into it, and that it has that that big fan base. So. I'll, I'll, I'm not, I'm not going to promise when I'm going to get around to it, but I will eventually. We're going to, and I know maybe, um, maybe this movie will be, will be what gets us to, to at least, deep dive. It. At least yeah. it's, 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 it's a deep, deep dive. And I know shout out to our, our friend, Andrew, who's, you know, um, hasn't been watching anime for very long, but one piece is actually one that he's seen. And, and that's his. That's you know all he does is talk about One Piece. So shout out to Andrew. I'm gonna get to it, and I've been watching anime you know my whole life, and I haven't even gone to it. You would think, right? But I I am gonna get to it. You know, not not of, not not out of obligation, but because I know it's it's gonna be that good. So. Uh, so it seems the last thing we have on here is uh, I know you wanted to touch real quick on the top ten manga. I always like talking about manga just to, just so that way people have an idea of what's coming up of what's. Uh, what to expect, you know, and a lot of times, a uh, good indicator is obviously by manga sales. So the manga is doing great, you know, expect, whether it's a new season, expect something, expect a new anime if the manga is doing great, um, or expect that the anime has already been announced. So it's just something to look forward to. Um, there is a, by Oricon, and again, there's always a visual by uh, J-O underscore Suki. That's the way it's spelled there, who always provides these super cool visuals, uh, so check them out. But Oricon is the one that gathers his data. This is the best-selling manga of the first half of 2022, so from January to where we're at now. Now, as far as the top 10 is concerned, just going going down the list, Jujutsu Kaisen number one, that one's been on the top of that list. The actually only one that's given its run for its money is Tokyo Revengers when it was coming out. That's at number two. Jujutsu Kaisen is at 9.3 million. Tokyo Avengers at 7.2 million. Now we have the ongoing Spy Family right now, 4.8 million at number three. One Piece at 4.1. Now, if you're going to talk about all time, One Piece is, you know, by by default. Uh, number five is My Hero Academia at 2.8. Again, this is for the only this six months of the 2022 year. Demon Slayer is at uh, I'm pretty sure it's a typo, 2.5 million. But here it says 255,000. But Appreciate typo. Now, there's one that I have not seen. I'm not familiar with. I've never heard its name until I saw this list. I did look into it when I saw it. It's supposed to be, uh, I think, a shoujo mystery, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, demographic for for girls, uh, for young women. So mystery to Iu Nak, uh, 
Nuckery or Nuckery. Not sure what it's about. Never seen it, but this is at number seven at 2.4 million. I have not heard anything about it. So if you're curious, go ahead and check it out. Uh, one of the ones that's been talked about for a long time and it's still it's still doing great. I don't. I'm not sure that they even announced an anime yet. But Kaiju number eight always been on these on these lists at the in the top ten. It's still here. It's gonna be here and it's gonna pop off when an anime is seen. Uh, number nine, My Dress Up Darling, 1.7 million. I did see that and I was pleasantly surprised. I did watch it, binge watch as a matter of fact. And, you know, yes, it had fan service, but the fan service was actually relevant to the plot. It wasn't just there for the sake of being there. Uh, relevant to our main character who grew up creating these um, these dolls that his grandpa used to make and seeing the beauty in these dolls. So it was it was actually a very interesting story. Something fresh, something you haven't seen. Again, when you're presented with this character who gets picked on in middle school, middle school for creating these Japanese traditional dolls. Um, and that's his love. Loves stitching, loves sewing, loves bringing these things to life. And he doesn't have really very, very many friends until he meets this girl. So it, it, it was a great romantic comedy. I will be checking out season two immediately when it comes out. But this is at number nine at 1.7 million. And lastly... The soccer anime that people talk about, Blue Lock at 1.5 million. And I was just kind of curious on this one because I have been watching um, Ao Aoashi, which is the other soccer. And I've seen that Blue Lock is more inner team competitive, where Aoashi is, is more of a team competition type thing. But so I am looking forward to Blue Lock and it's at number 10 at 1.5 million. So just to kind of give you a heads up of what's, you know, what's popping off and, and, and in the manga scene. Nice, nice. So hopefully some of those will uh, continue to grow, stand out, and uh, we'll, uh, hope, you know, uh, since uh, that that's going to become our anime down the road, you know, hopefully good things to come. Yeah, hopefully. And there's there's a lot of good ones. And there's some that are already out there, you know, like I mentioned to you. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Tokyo Avengers, Spy Family, One Piece, My Hero, Demon Slayer. Though uh, My Dress Up Darling, those are the ones that are actually out there. And honestly, those top six, are that's that's what's hype that's what that's what people are buying that's what people are watching so check them out if you haven't uh so up next i think we're gonna do something that something new that we really haven't covered uh, a little bit of tech between now and our next recording we're going to have an apple keynote which is where apple goes ahead goes ahead and announces you know some of the things that are coming up uh maybe a phone a watch new products ipad uh computer stuff like that and uh being that being that marcus and i are both kind of in that time when we're time frame that we're kind of looking towards maybe getting a new phone uh i was curious as to what maybe you were hoping for uh I think we're on the iPhone 13 right now. So what you were hoping yeah. for, for the iPhone 14. Well, I have uh, a question real quick before you continue. Do, do does Apple make iPhone announcements at this time? I thought iPhone's announcements were, you know, legitimately like what, September or something? Or, and you had mentioned a while back, but are we expecting an, uh, an iPhone announcement here? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're getting an announcement. Or there's been a lot of rumors uh, going around of like, we're getting this on the new iPhone. We're getting this on the new iPhone. We're getting this on the new iPhone. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm, I, I, I'm not sure if this is strictly going to be like a, an, they're going to announce maybe the latest iOS 
or maybe oh, just some, some or maybe like some other uh some other like side things uh but of course the like I mentioned we're both in the market for a phone so no, what I'm looking <laughs> yeah so what I'm so what I'm looking for that's what I'm hoping for I'm not I'm not a in the Mac ecosystem so uh hardware in terms of like chips or uh uh like a Mac computer or an uh, yeah. like a laptop or something like that isn't really what I'm looking for what I'm looking for is a new phone uh so even if this is not even this is even if this uh keynote is not for that specifically that's what I'm looking for yeah uh, I know. maybe if we just get a, a picture or they just announce it's coming uh maybe a feature or two might not be the full fledged like hey this is the this is our iPhone and it's coming at this time I know like you mentioned it's usually a little later in the year and it's usually like a week or two out of when like the phone is being released it's usually like oh it'll be out next week or whatever yeah but it is during the summer well towards the end anyways um but a, a new ios makes a lot of sense i didn't even thought about that right or at least what feature will be coming out uh for us iphone users um one of the things i'm expecting and me and rico talk about this on the regular all the time and you know we kind of get well i don't think has anybody given, given us flack for it but i know me and rico are adamant about what we want Instead of having a watch and buying an iPhone, you know, or an iWatch, you know, we want what? How how'd you call it, Rico? An, an iBand? Or you, you had a, you had a good name for it. What you what you call it? So I uh, I previously I previously had a uh, an Apple Watch and I enjoyed it. I liked it, but that I had to take it off every single night and and plug it in and charge it, uh, depending on how much I used it. But if it, it it was like every day, if not every day and a half, I had to plug it in, charge it, whatever. So I wasn't too into like a lot of the features, but it was you, you can't go against like the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I what I ended up doing is I said, you know what, like I don't want to keep up with having to do this all the time. I passed I passed my my Apple Watch over to to one of my family members and I ended up getting myself a Fitbit and said, let me try this out. And now my the Fitbit is a lot more simplistic, more small. Uh at least the, the version I have. There's different versions. So they have they have one that's very much like a like an Apple Watch, but then they have some smaller ones that are just gonna be like more for fitness, your your step counter, uh it'll receive notifications and your text messages and stuff like that. Uh mine does include Spotify, so I can control my Spotify from it if I'm going to going to be listening to music uh, i believe it does have apple music functionality now too uh but just more simple uh still gives you the time and date so that made me think why doesn't apple have a more simplistic version of their of their watch and to me like the logic the the easy sell is going to be just create that that more simplistic version with a little bit dumbed down features just less less features you know and call it the apple band mm-hmm. uh, and you know uh it, to me that's just like something that's gonna sell that would sell like crazy uh so that's that's like my my on my wish list for like something that we don't know anything about we don't know is coming who knows if they're are already working on something like that who knows if 
you know, it's just like a an idea. And I'm I'm sure we're not the first people that have thought about something like this, but that's like what we're hoping for. I I think both of us. Something like that. Yeah. And my main thing was because and every time they have it, you know, one of the big features is well at least for me, and I've always wanted to try, I've always wanted to check it out, is uh what's it called? Uh Apple Apple Fitness. Is that right? Apple Fitness mm-hmm. Plus. Apple Fitness, yeah. right? Apple Fitness. I've, I've always wanted to check it out. I've always wanted to try it because a lot of that stuff looks good. And we have a friend of ours, you know, a shout out to Cornelio. Was always, I swear by I swear by the Pilates section and the yoga section. And I look at it. It looks like a lot of fun. And I see people say you don't need one. People say you do need one. And I'm just, I just really haven't sat down and actually, actually tech. But they say you do need an Apple Watch in order to access the Apple Fitness portion to get that workout in heart rate, all kinds of, you know, calorie count, which I'm all about, I use, which I'm all about. I use my phone. I use the health app, you know, to kind of get these things. But you know, I don't want my hat, my phone on me, right? And, and if I had a, you know, Apple band just to track my steps, calorie, my calorie intake, you know, heartbeat, just a fitness function for people like me, that would be great. That would be awesome. I would buy it. I think Rico said he'd buy it too recently, you know, and other people I think would buy it just for that, you know, Apple fitness function. It makes sense. Um, that way I don't have to go and, you know, upgrade, upgrade or buy a new one, buy a new one, buy a new one as often where people, you know, the Apple watches do come and they're always coming out with a new one uh, with these type of functions and you know accessibility. So that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm on. I'm on. I'm in the same boat. If there's anything out of this is an Apple band or something along those lines. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how about in terms of a phone? Uh, any updates you hope for on on the on the iPhones? Even if we don't get announced. Well, as far as the phone is concerned, I'm never. Um, I'm always kind of seeing what everybody wants, and then I realize, hey, that would be nice. I want that too. And then, oh, that'd be nice. I want that too, right? I know uh, uh, frame rate um, on the iPhone was huge, and and when people said, it, I said, hey, that's awesome. And then I noticed the difference. I was like, hey, I want that. You know what I mean? Um, so as far as me, I, I'm never really sure what I want until people start saying it. Um, but I know true, a true fresh, a, a fresh rate, frame rate, or, or, or how refresh rate refresh rate how people have said um that would, that would be nice to see uh again performance issues up you know just just for me even battery because i'm always on my phone i'm, I'm working and stuff and the whole you know the older your phone gets the more out of whack it becomes i have a friend of mine who has the iphone 12 the iphone 12 and i still have the iphone x mind you my phone's old and my phone is working better than his which is kind of strange and then another friend says, "Oh, well, it's because the iPhone, the iPhone X, uh, just for, for whatever reason performs better than these latest ones." And I said, "Huh, right? With his iPhone 12 is passing out, it's going to a black screen. The camera doesn't even pop up, pop up the text messages." And he showed me text messages go in and out, in and out. And I'm over here like, "Whoa!" And I, you know, my phone doesn't even do that. And you know, my my phone's you know old. So um, a- anything fresh, anything new, as far as for me, I'm I'm always about. And again, I usually just upgrade wait three, four years, upgrade again. Um, I, I'm not, you know, I don't update or upgrade as frequently as it should, but for the most part, I do want a quality phone that's going to actually last. Yeah, for sure. Uh, of course, we'll probably get, uh, no matter what, like we we get, like in terms of peripherals, we will for sure get the standard, like, oh, the camera is this much better. And the battery life is this yeah. much better. Maybe the screen the will, will will be a little bit more improved. So those are like the for sure things we know are coming, which I always welcome 
the the battery life i think everybody does uh the camera now i don't use that as much like you either but when i do take cameras like it's nice that it's nice to have uh a nice camera in your fo- in in your pocket at all times so uh even though i'm not the biggest uh camera apple camera enthusiast like i don't buy the phone just for that is what yeah. i'm saying uh it's it's nice to to get improvements here and there now in terms of what i what i want uh we have made the jump to 120 hertz screens on the iPhone with this last generation. However, I think it was limited to only the pro models. So I'm hoping that we get that we now take that jump on our base, uh, on our base models, be yeah, it the, 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 the year, iPhone, Rick. the iPhone, the iPhone 14. Uh, this year, I think it did come out, but it was on it was only on the iPhone 13 Pro and Pro Max. So the biggest yeah. distinction was that it was going to have that upgrade the the biggest difference from like the the base version to the pro was going to be that screen upgrade which was happening for the first time was is it 120 hertz or was it 90 hertz it might have been 90 i'm not i'm not clear but it, it was it was that that refresh rate on the screen and then the big one was the camera difference now being that i'm not that camera guy it didn't make sense for me to buy like the bigger the bigger uh, or the beefier camera phone or the bigger screen because that, that's just not something that sells me because I, uh in terms of the camera i mentioned my usage uh that i'm not buying the phone for that and then in terms of the screen size i also have an ipad so whenever i'm gonna watch something i would rather watch it on my ipad than have a bigger phone mm-hmm. to consume everything um so yeah, that's that's my hope that we get the whatever upgrades we get in terms of the refresh rate on our screen that it's not just on the pro models but also on the base models. Uh another thing that a lot of people have been wanting for a long time is us to sw- for us to switch from or Apple to switch from the their standard lightning port to a USB-C. It seems like everybody has kind of move towards that and everybody kind of agrees that at least for now that is the best port that you could use for charging uh you know we have the nintendo switch on that now we have uh most of the samsung products on that uh, i think the google phones also are on that now uh it's just kind of becoming the universal thing right? the, no yeah problem. the the universal port so i'm i hope the rumors are that we're finally moving to that uh, I know the recent, uh, the more recent iPads have already switched over to that. I my iPad, uh, the iPad I purchased maybe like I think I've had it like a year and a half, two years, uh, already has that. So I'm hoping that we take that jump now here with the new generation of iPhone. Didn't um, was it? I was just recently too. I think in Europe they actually made it, they they made it universal, you know, by law, right? Or is it? Or is it, am I thinking of something else? Yeah, there that I think that was a part of the part of the Go. rumor about the USB C thing coming yeah. that now that they're universal all all around, right? Wasn't that the mm-hmm. okay, Yeah, that yeah. was part of the rumor that because of something like that, that odds are more than likely we're all going to USB C. Yeah. Awesome. Uh so another little a little smaller things, I guess, uh in terms of maybe not the phone but the iOS. Um I'm hoping that we get, uh, 
I'm I'm the kind of person that jumps back and forth between like iPhone and then like I'll try. I usually don't buy Samsung phones, but I I do really like the Google Pixel line of phones. Um, so I'll jump in, jump back and forth sometimes, uh, just to kind of see like okay, what's new here, and then okay, what's new over here. And being that I like take those two or three years away, uh, from one of the the operating systems. I get, I feel like I have that much more change. It's not like, okay, a new iPhone every year, a new iPhone every two years, uh, where you have like, where you feel like you're getting minimal upgrades. Uh, so one thing that I've always liked about the, the Android side was always their widgets and their home screen customization. Uh, I was very happy when I came back to iPhone this last time. Right now I have the iPhone 12. Uh, so I'm behind one generation um i was happy that they started to incorporate more widgets and the home screen customization in terms of not having to have all your apps out on your home screen but you have now this idea of like a a cabinet where you can put away apps that you don't use on the regular uh one thing on the pixel line that i always liked about my home screen also is i can have like three like just three apps and i could put them wherever i wanted uh naturally like when you hold your phone you on the iphone you have that little dock on the bottom where you have the apps that you have front and center at all times the ones that you're usually going to use the most and then uh on the current home screen system what if you have three apps those are going to be at the very top of your phone top left right on on the pixel you can do and i think on i think it's standard for all android you can do something where you can have three apps but you can put them wherever you want on the screen so i can put them on the bottom so that i can have access to all of them with just one hand i don't have to use my i don't have to bring in my left hand to click stuff on top or adjust to click click things on top of the phone i could just use everything with one hand uh, does that make sense to you marcus what i'm saying oh, yeah yeah and we're in the age of, you know, convenience. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then widgets. Widgets are just awesome. Being able to build and everybody have, like, your, your phone. Uh, I do browse the, the iPhone Reddit and iOS Reddit and stuff like that. Um, and there's this thing that always comes up, these posts that are pretty frequent that are, like, post your home screen. And everybody now with widgets and being able to customize, like, everything looks so different. There's also people that go extreme and completely change their icons, their layout uh, with different loaders and stuff like that. It's just awesome. And I'm the more customization you can have on your phone to make it feel like unique and yours and in the way you use it, convenience, all those kinds of things. Like, I'm all for it. Uh, now, my last question for you, Marcus, was going to be in terms of a color, what would you is there a color you prefer that's already out? Would you like a different color? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would like a purple phone, <laughs> and I'd buy it too. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Now, I've always liked. Um, and I remember they used to have like them, and I'm sure they do them right, where it's kind of like a half matte, half gloss type thing. So, I mm-hmm. if you give me a purple phone, I'm straight. And um, I've and you've seen all the different colors, right? And I think with this latest one, they they actually had them in you know weird, not weird, but these pastelish colors and stuff. So, but. You gave me a purple phone, I'm straight. And I would buy it, hands down. No questions yeah. asked. 
And we're talking like a like a darker purple, right? Because I know we did get a purple one this time around, but it was like more like the lilac. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm I'm more of like a violet, I guess, violet purple type uh, on the dark side. Purple, if you if you if you want any, you know, mm, uh, violet. You say? How about scarlet? No, not scarlet. <laughs> I'm running. I'm, I'm running violet. You know, uh, if I had a choice between uh, scarlet and violet, I'm taking violet. You know, ten times out of ten iPhone, Pokemon, you name it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, are we still talking about phones here? Uh, but yeah, right. I, 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 I get you. And I, I kind of expected that answer. Uh, I'm also a big purple guy. Uh, but in terms of phones, I usually either go with like the standard space gray, unless there's something else that catches my attention. I also have gotten the black version, the matte black. Uh, I actually am a big phone, uh, a big uh a big fan of like the red phones too, but that one usually doesn't come out right away. Or I or I've or when it has, I've just never like said like I'm going for that. This last time I bought the blue version, which was like a dark blue, and I I love it. I think it's awesome looking. Uh so yeah, I'm just hoping for maybe a different different variations, maybe a dark scarlet red or a midnight blue. Maybe uh I've never been one to go with the white or the gold. I know those are very, very popular. Uh, but yeah, in terms of like my phone colors, I'm kind of basic. I'm either going to go with black, red, or blue. Well, any variation, cool. any variation of those, like I'm good. I'm straight. Unless there's something that really catches my eye. Well, we'll see. Uh, this is when? Ninth? This will, this will be on June 6th. June so 6th. So Monday. Monday. What time? June sixth. Let me give me a second. Oh, take I'll, your time. Um, I'll I'll be working. I'll be working, so I will be viewing with interest. Obviously, you know, on um, silent mode, just because I again I am a teacher. I am doing summer school, so gotta find some way to, <laughs> to entertain myself in some capacity. Um, but it is rough. Looking forward. Uh, One p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern, which would be what? Uh, 12. 12 o'clock mm-hmm. our time. 12 noon our mm-hmm. time. Perfect. I'm on lunch. Sounds awesome. Can't wait. How long is it supposed to be? Did it say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, look. It it says here. It's it, it's now said to include announcements about iOS, macOS, and much more. There you go. You called it before even the fact. So rumor is that we might get some stuff for a Mac, an M1, a new chip, and possibly some of the mixed reality things that are coming like to the cameras, like the AR and all that. Possibly a new, a new uh, sneak peek at an iPhone and iPad. All right. So again, June 6th, let's see what we get. Uh, for our last part, we'll be going into like the gaming stuff. We actually just had some big announcements uh, at uh, the Sony State of Play, and then we also had a, a our first like official trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, we did cover that in its own uh, episode, so I think I listed it as a bonus episode. Um, but that's already out there. If you want to hear our thoughts on Sony State of Play and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, uh, look for that. I think I even I think the bonus episode is titled State of Play and Pokemon. 
Um, so upcoming is going to be uh, Summer Game Fest, which will be on June 9th. And uh, we do have a couple things confirmed already. We have companies confirmed already. Uh, anything that you're hoping for, Marcus? Or are you excited for something that's well, rumored? Or Right off the bat for Summer Game Fest, I know we're getting a lot, right? A lot of um, developers who are going to be showing face. And just to name a few... Atlas, Bandai, Activision, 2K, Capcom, Square Enix, Sega. You know, there's a lot more, and there even says more to be announced. So we should be expecting a lot more um, developers. So some of the things that I'm ex- not expecting, I'm hoping to see. I'm always a big sucker for games that no longer have a real medium that can be played right now. Um, one of the games, and again, this is just me thinking out loud. Now it's it was developed by Monolith Soft. Uh, but it was published by 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 Namco Bandai Bandai Namco, so I'm hoping maybe they kind of resurrect or bring bring this this to life. And I've seen rumors. I've seen people also interested. Uh, the Xenosaga series. There's episode one, two, and three. I've seen people hope, hoping to get some some sort of collection between the three. Now, if you're not familiar with this, it's get it's a role playing game. It's actually uh, Xenoblade is actually considered the well one of them. Um, the spiritual successor of what this game was supposed to have been, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. So I'm hoping to see, you know, the the originality of, of this particular franchise. I've never played it. I've always wanted to. At the time, we, I, it came out on PlayStation 2. I used to have a PlayStation, but that PlayStation 2 broke um, during that time. So I never really had a chance to play this game. And again, being little, having no money to make for myself, very hard to come by uh, a PlayStation 2 to play these games. And especially when there's three of them and, you know, your mom ain't buying them for you. So... I was a victim of that. Uh, another game is I'm a huge, huge, and I've mentioned it plenty of times before. If they ever remake it, or if they, if I ever see a part, you know, a next part, which is the Ogre Battle series, uh, one of the games which is, came out on PSP is Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together. It was a, t- 2010, a 2010 game on PSP. Now, strangely enough, I did download this game on my Vita just recently, but just again to bring it out there again, remake it, you know, remaster it, do something with this so we can play it modernly uh, with the looks, you know, in, in a fresh environment. That'd be also fun to see. This one is actually by Square Enix, um, which is interesting because I want to say the overall series is actually developed by, well, at the time, Quest. But uh, yeah, Square Enix and, and um, Atlas were the ones who published it, especially here in the, in the U.S. So, Hopefully I get some sort of ogre battle, ogre something, tactics ogre, whether it's uh, Let Us Cling Together or even the one for Game Boy Advance, which is running for 100 and plus, 100 and plus um, on eBay. So any ogre battle, I would love to see. Some of the other things um, would be any, anything Atlas. I've always been you know, a proponent for getting earlier Persona games out there. Uh, one of the things I've been hoping for, I probably won't get it here just because um, I've always felt it's more of a PlayStation thing. Um, but I would like to see a Persona 3 again, whether it's a remaster, whether it's a uh, a remake, whether it's, it's even a sequel. I would love to see part a part three just because of what happens to our main character. Um, again, if you know, you know. Um, I would also like to see anything new from the Catherine Full Body team or the 13 Sentinels team from uh, Vanillaware and Studio Zero in, in, in that re- in that regards. So uh, those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. 
Um, I'm not sure if there's anything else that will come to me will come to me, but I'm going to pass it over to you and I want to hear more or less, you know, what you would like to see. Cause again, I'm, I just gave you a bunch of games that were, were already made. <laughs> so kind of, kind of curious, maybe, maybe, you know, something that's a, that's a little newer, it's a little out there, um, that's more modern, right? So what are your thoughts? Yeah. So, uh, my hopes are, I'll just uh, try and run through them quickly. Uh, for one, we already have uh, we already have uh, confirmed from act from the Activision side that we are going to get the premiere of their new Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Now, uh, if you're a Call of Duty player, you know that uh, they recently rebooted the Modern Warfare series. Back in the day, we had Modern Warfare Modern Warfare One, Two, and Three, uh, all of which we actually touched on. I think last week, uh, a little bit of Modern Warfare Two and uh, the villain that comes out in the in the very severely underrated campaign that I thought that that game series had. Uh, I think this is going to be more a, a single player kind of deep dive, or they're going to show one of the levels. So I'm curious to see like what we're going to, what we're going to see there. Uh, that one's already confirmed. So that's not really in my wish list. That's just something I'm excited for. Uh, now in terms of my wish list, uh, I, I guess I'll stay with Activision for now. Uh, Activision also, uh, Activision Blizzard is a partnership that we have going on now or ha have had now for some time. Uh, so automatically my mind goes to Overwatch. However, we do have something coming up, I think on the 16th. June 16th, yes. where they're going to be talking to us about the next beta uh, for Overwatch 2. So I think uh, that's probably off the table for, for this uh, particular uh conference so then the next thing would maybe be diablo 4 uh for activision blizzard um i like those games uh i'm interested in the new game uh their blizzard cinematics are always like top tier so last time around when we got the the shadowlands uh world of warcraft cinematic the overwatch 2 cinematic and the Diablo 4 cinematic, like that Diablo 4 cinematic, I don't know if you remember, it really left an impression on me. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, looked, it seemed to give that vibe that they're going back to like horror, more horror stuff like that, uh, kind of closer to like the older games rather than part three, which is the one I actually played the most. But uh, I think it's maybe the least popular of the three. The arcade, yeah, there, so there was a lot of arcade in this to part three as compared to like part two, where you had that top down dungeon, creepy, you know, getting punished type thing instead of having that OP, super OP build by the end of the game, right? Yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm hoping to see uh, just something, a, a little glimpse of uh, Diablo 4. Uh, moving on to 2K uh, is also going to be there. Hopefully, just a little something, something of maybe a new Bioshock game. Uh, is what I'm hoping for. Uh, from, two, from, from 2K. Um, then uh, I got uh, Capcom on here. We recently actually did get one of my hopes was going to be that Capcom would announce uh, Resident Evil for a remake, but we they did actually do that at uh, Sony State of Play. Uh, confirmed for March 24th, 2023. So. Maybe they'll give us another little glimpse of that, but it's already been announced. Uh, so then my next thing for Resident Evil on the Resident Evil Capcom side is 
Resident Evil Village. I'm hoping for some DLC, possibly a uh, story of the Duke. I thought the Duke in this latest game was a very interesting character that we really learn like relatively little about. The Duke, uh, what line does he say in the game where he's just like, what are you buying? And he's just like, I'm just joking. It's something my friend used to say. Yeah, so yeah, the connection of part four was epic, dude. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, so I'm I was very interested in his character, and you know I, I'm I'm always down for more Resident Resident Evil Village. So I think they have said that there will be DLC eventually. So I'm hoping here, like we get a little glimpse or an idea of what that's going to be. Uh, then speaking of DLC, uh, bon, Bandai Namco is going to be there too, uh, and I have to talk about them because uh, we just recently came off of this Elden Ring high, uh, some of which. Uh, from a storyline perspective, wasn't wrapped up completely. So I'm hoping maybe we get DLC there as well, particularly uh, around a character by the name of Mikola that is alluded to being a very powerful Empyrean, even more so than maybe what's considered to be the hardest boss in the game. Uh, being that she that he is the brother of that character and the comments that 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 character makes about him. I'm very curious as to what the backstory is there. We didn't get too much mm-hmm. info on this person. So again, Mikola DLC, hopefully for Elden Ring or El- El- Elden Ring DLC in general. I, I want to play more Elden Ring. Anything else? I agree. Elden- anything Elden Ring you mentioned, you're already two for two with the Bioshock and Elden Ring. And then you mentioned Capcom. And uh, first thing that comes to mind is Mega Man. I'm a huge Mega Man fan. And, I'm ashamed I didn't mention it earlier, but either whether it's battle, a new Battle Network collection or a new Battle Network game, whether it's a new, whether they bring back Mega Man Legends, just something Mega Man. Mega Man X, I thought was amazing. I played the original Mega Man games. So shout out to Mega Man on that one. Maybe Capcom will surprise me and give me something good. But yeah, jumping on that Bioshock idea and the Elden Ring, if they give us anything of those, the hype is real, man. We're all about that. Yeah, then we also have, I see PlayStation is going to be there. Uh, they recently did announce a couple things that are, they're going to be, they've had a lot of success lately porting things over to PC from just their con, like their console exclusive games, like God of War, uh, Horizon. Uh, they recently announced Spider-Man is going to be coming to PC too. Another game that I hear a lot about, I don't know too much about it, but it gives me, uh, based on the games that I've played lately, it gives me vibes of like Outriders with a little bit more customization, maybe like uh, Fallout. I've seen some s- screenshots that remind me a little bit of Fallout. Uh, maybe some Mass Effect, if you've heard of Mass Effect. Uh, a game by the name of Returnal. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about it, but it was uh, being that I'm more, more so on the Microsoft uh, Xbox ecosystem. I haven't had a chance to check that game out, but the rumors are that it is going to be coming to PC. So I'm hoping for that, being able to try out this game that I, again, I, I've heard a lot about. Then, uh, is it WB, Warner Brothers? Uh, hopefully some Hog- more Hogwarts Legacy stuff, maybe a little bit more insight as to what we'll be able to do. Me, myself, I, I've always been a, uh, a Slytherin at heart. So I'm hoping they show us a little bit more about what it means to be able to get into whatever uh, house Hogwarts house that you want to join, what that means, what you can do in terms of like picking sides, stuff like that. Uh, from what we've seen, everything looks pretty awesome. I just want a little bit more of a deep dive into 
what the game story and choices and stuff maybe like that entails for your character and your story uh, ultimately through the game. Uh, then I did bring up Mass Effect. Uh, Bioware is going to be there, I believe. So uh, it ha- it was teased maybe a year or two ago that we would be getting a new Mass Effect game. Uh, I won't go too much into the Mass Effect uh, 1, 2, and 3 story because, again, that's one that I'm hoping uh, with this recent re-release of the trilogy that Marcus will get into. But I will mention that our pro- our protagonist across that series was uh, a man by the name of Shepard. Uh, that story, his story was a classic, uh, amazing story, uh, particularly parts, uh, part two. Um, and the ending of part three was kind of open-ended up to like player choice. Uh, so then we went in, we actually did have Mass Effect 4, which was Mass Effect and called Mass Effect Andromeda. They didn't give it the the four moniker, but they just decided to call it Mass Effect Andromeda, which we had a new character by the name of Ryder, which was not as popular. I don't know if it was just because, you know, coming off a super iconic character, going into a new, like kind of putting somebody new. Uh, sometimes it's met with resistance, much like uh, when we kind of left the Master Chief era and like had Spartan Locke. I don't know if you remember Spartan Locke from Halo 5, Marcus? Yeah, I do. There was a, you know, he wasn't a bad character, but he wasn't chief. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, they did, we, they did end up uh, kind of going away from him and go, centering. Uh, they never got rid of chief, but they ended up just kind of sticking with chief. And uh, I don't know if that was always the plan or if they decided, you know what, this, we just need to stick with our guy. Uh, so there's been rumors about uh, Ryder being in the game, possibly Shepard being in the game, uh, maybe both. Maybe it's going to be something new. Uh, but I'm always down for for Mass Effect, and uh, I know uh, you mentioned our buddy Andrew. I know he's a huge Mass Effect guy too, so I'm sure he's also chomping at the bit to have a new Mass Effect. Mm, I think that's it for me. Actually, no. Uh, EA, we actually did get. Uh, an announcement for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, which is going to be the second, uh, the second installment of the Jedi series. The first one was called Jedi Fallen Order, uh, and with just with the resurgence of Star Wars right now, everything going crazy. These shows, uh, we've got announcements for some of the people that are going to be working on the new series in terms of movies. Uh, I'm down to see a little bit more of uh, what that game's going to be about. Uh, anything you want to add on any of those? No, I think... Uh, Maybe Hogwarts Legacy? Maybe something you want to see there? I mean, an open-world Harry Potter game, it's just staying away from Harry Potter altogether. Um, or they call it Hogwarts, right? Um, I'll, I'm always excited to see new stories, especially in the Harry Potter universe, um, that explain different things. You know, I would like to see the original... Um, creators of the of the Hogwarts houses, um, their uh, Salazar Slytherin, Godric Gryffindor, uh, Helena Ravenclaw, and you know, just really, I like to see their their story and everybody else's story and what everybody else has to offer. So hopefully we get something new. Hopefully we get something fresh. Again, again, always excited about new Harry Potter stuff. Just you know, as long as the as long as there's not a story that's that is being told that I, I already know about, and that that's one of the issues I've always had when it comes to stories. 
but no, that's about it. I don't think I have really much anything else. Um, I kind of got everything. Not well. I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't, but for the most part, I think we kind of touched bases on the what we're expecting as far as the old stuff in my case and the newer stuff in your case. So I think we're good on the game fest part. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, those are just some of the things I guess that we're hoping for off the top of our head. Of course, there's always something I'm sure that we're leaving out that, uh, hopefully surprises us on, on June 9th. Yeah. That's why I'm waiting for the Xbox game show. Cause I'm not, <laughs> we'll talk about that later, but I'm waiting for Fable. <laughs> I'll get, I'll, we'll get to that next time, you know, right before the uh, Xbox showcase. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you'll get a little bit of a a, a little bit of a nod to to Fable and Hogwarts Legacy. Maybe they'll finally confirm whether or not we can be uh, Dark Wizards or not. It's true. Oh, that'd be real cool. That would. I we we, we always said we we'll go straight Dark Wizard and take over the Wizarding world. Yeah, you <laughs> like, thought you, like you, thought, you thought Voldemort was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah uh we look forward to that and uh we'll finish up with just like a, a little bit of an open discussion about what's been going on with us this week uh little things that what we you know what are we watching what are we playing uh do you eat did you try anything new in terms of food any little interesting thing that you want to talk about i'll uh-huh. i'll let you i'll let you start I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short. Well, I always said, but no, I am gonna keep it short. Um, did try a new burger place today. I'm gonna start off with that just because I'm still feeling the effects. We go to a place called Build a Burger where you legit customize the burger however you want, and it was surprisingly very very good. But you know there are some places. I it's really easy to make a burger, right? Or really easy to mess up a burger. But no, this place was actually very very good. It was here in uh my where I'm where I live currently here in in, in Edinburgh. So. Uh, Burg was good. As far as what I'm watching, and I've talked about it, I, I am watching Spy Family and, and Io Aoshi and, and Obi-Wan, all these series that are just episodic, but um, on the regular, and you know, I'm usually watching multiple things at a time, I am watching Ace of the Diamond. I'm already on episode 32 or so, and it's only been a few days since I started. That's I'm an anime? Hooked. Yeah, super hooked. Okay. It's about baseball. I have this newfound appreciation for actual baseball now, <laughs> thanks to the anime, because I cannot stand watching baseball. It's one of the few sports <laughs> I can't stand watching. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, characters are fun. It's 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 funny. It's actually one of the f- more funny ones that I've seen because these characters are just nuts. Uh, but it, it's a good time. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So I am watching that. I'm watching Spy Family again. Um, Awashi, Obi Wan. Um, I, so I just want to give a shout out to Asa Diamond right now because um, it's still ongoing. They there's there's what's called Asa Diamond Part Two, which is a sequel to the first one. It has fifty some episodes also, and they're they're expecting we're expecting a second season of Part Two. So that's always fun to 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 get into. As far as what I'm playing, uh. I usually play the same stuff, Overwatch, play Dabble on Rocket League. I am playing my Switch. I'm I'm actually replaying Fire Emblem again, um, just because the Three Houses um Di- Mushu game, Dynasty Warriors type game is coming out at the end of June. So I am playing Fire Emblem to kinda get ready for that. But I but I've played every Fire Emblem game, loved every Fire Emblem game. So, you know, I've I've replayed them all. Not all of them, but I've replayed a good handful several times. And now three houses, this one here being being one of them so i am replaying that on my switch um not really playing anything on my playstation 5 i do have a, a stack of games there that i'm trying to get into but it's just hard with what i'm watching when i'm playing and then usually at night we usually play something with with our guys with our group with our squad so 
that always takes up our nights. Right now, we're, I think we're kind of getting back to that Friday. But when Friday first came out, Friday the 13th, had a huge blast. So uh, as far as what I'm gaming, uh, I do read. Um, I, I am an English teacher, so I do read. I've, it's been a while since I read for pleasure, but the stuff I do read for pleasure is manga or manhwa. Um, I have the manga. I, I, I'm actually reading quite a bit. I'm not going to get into all of them, but one of the ones I'm going to highlight, uh, aside from you know My Hero and stuff, because uh, I, I do read My Hero, Black Clover, all the more popular ones. But one that I kind of picked up a while back. I'm, I'm already on chapter 36 out of 120, which is Hell's Paradise, uh, Jigo Koraku. Um, their latest, the of the mangaka's author's latest. Uh, manga that he was writing actually finished up on a clip. Uh, she just wrapped it up in like 20 some chapters. So I think the people who were reading it were kind of up in arms. It was called um, Ayashima and it just ended. He just ended it for whatever reason. I guess it wasn't doing so hot. Um, so that was rather unfortunate to see considering that Jigo Karaku is actually intense. Think of Demon Slayer, but just like as far as the themes are concerned, just dark, super dark. So that's, I'm having a lot of fun reading it. Um, and I, I started a while back, but I've just again been reading and doing all these things. I usually read this when I when I'm have, when I when I have free time, usually in school or when I'm on my computer. One of the manhwa I'm reading, and just this this is the last thing to kind of wrap it up, um, is the beginning after the end. It's a manhwa. It's it's something that's just taken. It took over my entire summer last year. Um, I started reading the manhwa. Now I read it every Fridays. Uh, subscribe to Patreon, to Turtle Me's Patreon, who's the author, and he, their chapters, their actual light novels, it's a light novel chapters, you know, and he, every Friday they, they're released, and I read it every Friday, every Friday, so I've kept up with that, as a matter of fact, I read yesterday's chapter today, I love that story, it's awesome, um, you should give it a shot, again, it is a manual, manual I read a little bit more, a little bit differently than manga, it's more traditional, uh, manga is more traditional, um, to read, you know, left to right. This is in color, so it's episodic. But it was a great time, a lot of fun. Um, it actually had inspiration from Do- Jobless Reincarnation. Um, if you're familiar with that anime, the, and the authors even said, you know, that inspired him. And you can kind of see a lot of similarities there towards the beginning, but the story just completely takes off on its own, forms its own identity, and it's it's refreshing and it's awesome. And um, it's something that I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to. Um, again, it's called The Beginning After the End. There's a manual. You can find it online. If you catch up with the, with the manual, read the volumes, light novel format and book format, and you can just keep going from there. Um, but yeah, that's that's more or less what I'm doing this week as far as watching, playing, eating, seeing. Um, that kind of wraps it up for me. Did you sing at all this week? Or seems like you're yeah. up to a lot. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, no. I sleep. I sleep. I. I again. This is. I. My, my friend. Shout out again, Cornelio, is always saying, "Man, so where do you get the time to all these stories?" That's that's, that's my thing. My outlet's always been stories. I'm just engrossed in a story in some in some medium. And he says, "Where do you have the time to do all this?" I just. It's because I'm always. I'm always reading something, playing something, watching something, doing something. I'm never not, you know, engrossed in in, in some sort of story. And that's the God honest truth. I'm, it's it's always there in front of me, and I'm always just enthralled in whatever's whatever story is playing in front of me. And I just kind of get into new when I finish, jump to something else. You know, I'm done with this, get into something else. So this game, okay, I'm going to anime and stuff like that. And unless unless I'm sleeping or you know doing something else out in society in the real world, that's what I'm doing. So. <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, so uh for my side, um uh one of the big things I wanted to mention at first uh was I went back and played 
uh, finished up, uh, I guess, with the hype of the Pokemon announcements. I wanted to go back and finish up uh, some of the games that I hadn't that I hadn't uh, finished everything on uh, in my in my Pokemon uh, games. Uh, so I went ahead and went back to Pokemon Legends Arceus, did finish my Pokedex, and uh, went ahead and caught myself uh, an Arceus. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I hadn't played in a while, or I hadn't played the storyline stuff in a while, and uh, I was surprised. It caught me off guard when I had my encounter with Arceus, and... Um, it went back into that battle system where you kind of have to take on uh, Arceus in a way that's not quite a Pokemon battle. Uh, if you've played the game, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, but it caught me off guard at first. I was like, what is happening? And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is part of this game. So that was exciting. Uh, Marcus touched on it. We've uh, had a little bit of a resurgence here this week of uh, Friday the 13th, a game that we play on the Xbox uh, maybe about, what, three summers ago, four summers ago. It was kind of our game of the summer in terms of uh, our friend group and being able to play together. Uh, very simple game. Just uh, you have uh, a group of up to eight people can go into a lobby, either private session, online, uh, with other people. Um, you have, uh, I think seven counselors. One of you ends up being Jason counselors have to escape in different ways, or you can also defeat Jason with this, uh, kind of little quest, if you will, that you have to do, uh, kind of get all these pieces in place and then take care of Jason. Uh, and obviously Jason just wants to kill all the counselors. Uh, unfortunately that game did get kind of cut because of some licensing issues with the development company and the people that own Friday the 13th. Uh, and it's crazy that uh, the game was never like greatly optimized to begin with, but just in terms of gameplay, like it still holds up uh, and it's so much fun. So I hope somebody else can kind of bring this game back, maybe remake it, something, because it's so it's a shame that it's kind of just being forgotten uh because it, it really is just a simplistic game where you could just pick up and you know you get competitive and you can win in different ways uh just been a good time so far uh and i imagine we're probably gonna stick with that and be playing this for a good while yeah. uh the other things the other things i've been into this week uh i haven't been watching much because uh the thing that caught my eye for this weekend is uh we're both big Overwatch players, and I more so like to watch Overwatch League. And this week is the first, uh, what do they call it? Uh, not set, but like basically they like within this within every Overwatch League season, they have uh, like like cups, which are like uh, like different tournaments. So the, this weekend was the end of the the first. Uh, was called it was called the kickoff clash so uh they had a tournament with the top teams from they have two different regions they have the na region which is north america then they have the what they call the apac region i think it's asia i don't know what the exact abbreviation is but it's basically like the other side of the world and 
they have these tournaments and that it's on our side it was the top eight teams on the other side it was the top four teams and it's basically a double elimination tournament to see who gets there and it's exciting too because you're getting to watch this is the only means right now of us being able to watch like 5v5 and experience five the new 5v5 format for overwatch 2 so uh man it was it has been a hell of a tournament and in terms of uh the playmaking capabilities you're seeing from so many different roles now in 5v5, like the things that I've seen like this weekend from like, of course, th- these guys are pros. So they're at a level that not many people are going to get to reach. But just seeing like the things that they do and they're like understanding like through the casters, like why they did this or how they did this and being able to see it like in real time and then they go back and break it down like, I think 5v5 was most definitely like the move. Like it's everyone like everyone's going to love it. Like all the people that haven't tried it, if you haven't tried it yet, you're going to love it. It was definitely the right choice. Um some there was some big standout plays particularly from a Winston player. Yesterday we had a pretty crazy that a pretty crazy Winston juggle if you're familiar with uh with uh Overwatch and the character that is Winston. Uh, we had a, we also had a pretty insane clutch from a nanoed, uh, nano boosted Hanzo of all things. Uh, then there was also this insane flick shot by a Widowmaker that just sniped a tracer coming straight at him. Like it, it, it was insane. I, for sure, I need to show it to Marcus. Uh, he needs to like see these plays. They're, they're pretty crazy. But that's what I've been up to. Uh, tomorrow is the grand finals. Uh, it is a double elimination tournament, as I mentioned before. The teams left standing are the LA Gladiators, the Atlanta Reign, and the Dallas Fuel. Um, so tomorrow what's going to happen is the LA Gladiators have won through the tournament completely. So they're on to the finals. So tomorrow, the first match is going to be the rain, the Atlanta rain versus the Dallas fuel to see who advances to the grand finals to take on the LA gladiator. So we'll have two matches tomorrow. If you're interested in overwatch at all tomorrow around noon, they should start that broadcast and check it out, you know, just to see a couple cool things, maybe be inspired to come back to the game or build a little bit of hype for the upcoming game. Uh, again, that we mentioned is going to be, we're going to learn more about on June 16th. Uh, the last thing I'll go into is uh, they did announce that uh, me being a Pokemon fan, uh, I know Marcus and I have already checked out that new uh, show, the Pokemon Hisuian Snow. They did announce that episode two is going to be releasing June 6th at 6 a.m. Uh, so I'm, ex- I'm excited about that coming up. The animation has been is very unique, different. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, they're all the, the, those Pokemon shorts on YouTube, man. <laughs> Honestly, they're exquisite, dude. From from top to bottom, I I have we've always said if they've ever made like an anime of considering that animation that people online have even said, just it, it it it's awesome. It's great, and the best part is, and one of the things is people are what is, what are they saying with the anime? Maybe it's time to move on from Ash, move on from Ash. Well, you know, at this, if they keep pumping out Pokemon shorts like this, they might not even need to, considering you know when they tell a story that does not revolve around Ash, especially with the animation like that. That's just quality stuff, man. It really is. 
Yeah, and I, I think uh, I think as long as like you said, if they keep pumping out these other things, like why why do we need to yeah, move yeah, around from Ash? Why yeah, do why why do why do we need to like they they can coexist? I think. Yeah, uh, I so too. The word came to me for the Overwatch thing. They, what they call these different uh, like tournament kind of things are stages. Uh, so yeah, that's was the first stage. And one one interesting thing I should say too is once this stage is finished, uh. Whatever, whatever is the is the patch, or the way that the live game is when the when each stage starts, they play on whatever patch that is. So any patches that come into like the beta, for example, this last time, they don't they don't they don't play on those updates. They play on the the one point uh, So they they basically the meta is kind of dictated by that. So. Tomorrow, when the stage concludes and we have champions, then they're going to move on. I think they get a little break, and then we start the second stage in which they're going to be playing on a new patch. Uh, and we've already had a couple of announcements. We actually had for Overwatch, we had a little bit of a developer update in terms of uh, what's going to be some of the things that are going to be coming and philosophies that they have for Overwatch 2. Uh, and they did talk about a couple things that are going to be coming. Uh, they talk about Doomfist, uh, Mercy, and I forget who else they mentioned. Junkrat. Junkrat. Some changes. And they, they, talk, they said that there would be some other little surprises in there, too, that we would like. So I'm curious to see like what, how that's going to change, uh, how they're going to play, and what are going to be like the best things out there. Or, I mean, perfect word, what's going to be the new meta? Uh, because I mean, that's what we talk about here. Um, one last thing I'll, I wanted to touch on and get your thoughts on Marcus, uh, the re-release of Morbius, uh, Good time. a meme, a meme culture has basically, you know, for all intents and purposes, it was a big movie, a lot of hype, uh, hopefully it was going to be another movie in DC's belt that was going to be successful. Sadly, that ended up not being the case. Uh, I still haven't seen the movie. I don't know if you have. I haven't seen it yet. No, I have not. But I didn't. I didn't make an effort to go out and see it because when it came out, people were kind of. It, it seemed like the general consensus was that the movie was just not good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm not too sure. Like in what aspect, like that was. I did really didn't read too many reviews. I just know that the rating was pretty abysmal. Uh, and basically, uh, in the last week or two, uh, the internet culture and meme culture in general kind of has been playing off this. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. I'm sure you've heard it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, uh, you know, you, Marcus, or anyone that listens to this, everyone, everyone has seen it somewhere. I'm sure if you're on the internet at all. So they, so Sony decided to go ahead and re-release the Morbius movie in a thousand theaters on Friday. Um, and it flopped again. It only made $85,000. Yeah. So so I was kind of like, I thought it was funny, but I also kind of felt bad because Sony probably thought like, Oh, we're going to get this. Like maybe we're going to make up for like this movie, like, and not doing as well as, we hope because I think from what I see here, it costs seventy-five million dollars to make. Yeah. 
Uh, and Bozetsu, that's, that's just, of course, I mean, but that's a lot of money, you know, for that's a big movie. Uh, and was being that it flopped the first time, I bet they probably were excited, like with all this talk and these memes and this culture of like, oh, they actually want to see our movie. We're going to put it back out. Like maybe we're going to like recover a little bit from that initial hit we took the first time. And then it made 85K. Like I was like, man, these guys just got trolled hard. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that like I didn't find out. The, it was it was releasing in theaters so the morning of I had seen the memes I was cracking up and it's morbid time it's coming coming out coming out until finally I went, and I hadn't seen I hadn't seen it on Twitter I said I'm always on social media just kind of looking at stuff looking at news obviously right it's what we do and he says oh the re-release and I said really I said I had no idea and it, the whole morbid time just kind of came up and then I saw that it made eighty five thousand dollars on Friday I said geez dude like and and you know I don't. I don't, and it sounds people are saying, "Oh, you don't listen to internet." I don't, I don't know what, but keep in mind that the internet bullied a whole, you know, Paramount and replacing Sonic, and it did. It, it history says that it did well for them, but I just don't get really what they were a thousand theaters. I, I don't know. Like you, you took a hit. Like were they just trying to break even? Or like I didn't see what the end goal was. Maybe, maybe they just did want you know people just watching it or giving them a shot. Because I think you, you had even said. On Twitch, it was just a Morbius loop that just kept going, 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 and two thousand people had a um, you know seen it, all right, or two thousand people are watching it. So you know, and that was just on Twitch. So why not give it a shot? You know what I mean? So I don't, I honestly don't blame them for it, but it is funny that that you know kind of feels bad that you you tried, right? You made eighty five thousand dollars on on a on a Friday. So yeah, I I just uh, I'm I'm stuck between like holy shit like the internet just trolled sony like that's hilarious or like i also kind of would feel bad if their intention was not just to embrace the meme culture around this movie now and they actually thought like you know maybe we have a shot at getting this back then i feel bad because you know like there's a lot of a lot of a lot of work goes into this into making a movie outside of like the just the writers or you know it's it's sad that movies flop you know when you think about all the work that people put into it right but i just i I mean i just hope that people i don't know i just i I hope they they didn't have expectations like oh yeah we're gonna make it (laughs) yeah i i hope they didn't do it i hope they just did on a whim that hey there's memes just give it a shot. And obviously, I don't think, right, you're dealing with, you know, people, you know, millionaires and business people, and you would think they'd make the business decision. Like, hey, like, I'm thinking, hey, you know, let's just try it. Let's just try it. See what happens. You know, or, oh, let's just do it. And nothing happens. That's okay. You know, whatever. They, I'm sure they thought about it. They didn't just, re- I mean, I don't, I'd hope they didn't just release it just, you know, trying to make some sort of money, man. <laughs> That'd be kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of bad. Yeah. Maybe we should start memeing about some of the games that we want to come out. Yeah, maybe they'll re-release them or something. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting. I, have, I got a list, man. I got a list. And that, that's going to be actually one of our things for one of our discussions for next week, hopefully. If not, or, you know, whenever we have time is games we wish would come back. So we will be talking about that soon now that you brought it up. Yeah, hopefully next week. So you got something to look forward to there. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's it for this week. Uh, anything else you wanted to throw out there, Marcus? No, no, that's it. Again, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this community. Hopefully it expands. 
Um, again, if you wanted to catch our thoughts on the state of plan Pokemon, that was one of the bonus episodes. And if you wanted to catch our thoughts on Stranger Things 4 uh, review, full spoilers, uh, that is also one of our bonus episodes that we provided for you guys also. So feel free to give us a listen to if you're interested. Um, otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. For sure. And uh, again, uh, if you have any interest in doing anything like this, check out rssfeed.com. Uh, Marcus did touch on the Stranger Things episode. And uh, what was the name of the burger place? Build a burger. Build a burger. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You have a good one.